Welcome uh, to another episode of the Superpowered Fancast. Uh, this is Darren. Uh, I'm going to try something a little different uh, this time. I'm always trying to evolve, always trying to to try something new. And this time, I'm going to, um, in, in not instead of, but including doing the audio podcast, I'm also going to be uh, doing the podcast on video. And instead of, like, if you go to, to uh, my YouTube channel... Um, and look for Superpowered Fancast instead of just getting the audio version of the podcast on the YouTube channel. You'll be getting uh, the video as well, and it's it's rough. I mean, it's one of those things where if I don't, you know, if I keep trying to get it perfect, I'll never just go ahead and do it. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. It's going to be rough, but it's going to be something that I learned from uh, going forward, and hopefully the next one will be better, and the next one will be better after that. But I'm going to keep it going. So... The first thing I want to talk about, I'm just going to try and uh, make this as, as as tight as possible so I can get as much information as I can in. And, you know, that's, I mean, the probably the biggest story from last week is, you know, of course, um, the, the biggest thing that opened uh, last week and is still opening now, that would be Justice League. And um, I know it's, it's, I know... For some reason, DC films are divisive, um, but I can tell you right now, as min- as as I went into the theater, and this is actually what's funny is, is I just came from seeing it a second time. And what I mean, I just came, I mean, literally like an hour and a half ago, I just came from seeing it a second time. And both times, I'll tell you, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it was... It was was it the best superhero movie I've ever seen? No, of course not. In fact, right now I can tell you I still haven't seen the best superhero film that that I've ever seen in my life. There's some that I really enjoy for what they are. There's some that I enjoy because they met expectations that I had. But I can tell you again, not one of them is perfect. This one isn't either. But this one was fun. It was certainly a lot more fun than Batman versus Superman, and I enjoyed Batman versus Superman. I enjoyed many aspects of it. I mean, there were there were certainly things that I didn't, you know, gel with all the time, but overall, I did actually like the movie. And I think it's because I really liked seeing those characters on the screen. But as far as uh, Justice League goes, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a really fun movie, and. This is coming off of of seeing uh, Thor Ragnarok, which I thought it was also an incredibly fun movie. Now hold on a second, because I'm gonna tell you right now. Let me take a, take a sip of tea because I'm getting over like some ugh, some really bad throat stuff, and to the point where I'm like having surgery after the holidays to like really just kind of help me with my throat issues. So, I mean, the people who are listening to this, I mean, you probably won't hear it. I could make stupid no stupid noises but you know people who have seen it you see me drinking from my from my batman cup oh that's good um so what was i saying saying? so justice league was really enjoyable i i really enjoyed the film and again there were flaws in it like the cgi on cavill's mustache was annoying the first time i saw it but it was only annoying in the sense that I knew it was there, and then I let it go. And the second time I saw the film, didn't think about it once. Didn't bother me. Didn't, you know, go looking for it. <coughs> Excuse 
excuse me, it just, it never registered after that point. So, which, you know, is a good thing for me. Overall, I said, I really enjoyed the film and I would recommend going to see it as a fan of comics, as a fan of, uh, as a fan of DC comics characters, as a fan of comics in general, as a fan of comic book movies, I would recommend going to see, uh, Justice League. Now, the next piece of, uh, next piece I'm going to talk about is, uh, Disney and Pixar (coughs) released the, um, a teaser trailer for The Incredibles 2. And it was fun. I mean, it was really, it seems to be focusing a lot on Jack-Jack and uh, it looks like it takes place like immediately following the events of the first film 14 years ago. So it's going to be, I guess, the the family discovering uh, Jack-Jack has powers and, and I guess how they deal with that. And apparently the, the uh, rise of a new a new villain, so that's going to be um, that's going to be another cool thing uh, to see. I mean, it's it's been 14 years since the original, and even with it being a teaser trailer, it's one of the at at this point, it's probably one of the most watched vi- videos uh, on the internet right now. So that's that is saying something about uh, the enduring quality of both uh, Pixar. Disney and uh, and the Incredibles, so that's um, is definitely something to look forward to. Now, Amazon. This is another th- kind of story that's that's um, you know it's it's interesting, but it's also a little bit divisive in that there are people who are wholeheartedly for it, and there are people that are adamantly against it, and that is a that Amazon has made a deal with Warner Brothers and the Tolkien estate to do a to do multiple seasons of a Lord of the Rings series um which I am absolutely excited about now I know there are people that aren't because they weren't necessarily fans of uh, Peter Jackson's um vision but <clears throat> I was I'm a huge fan of those films I'm a huge fan of the source material. I love all the Tolkien books from the Silmarillion um, to The Hobbit to The uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Like I've, I've read them all. So I want to see a Lord of the Rings series. And frankly, with Game of Thrones coming through, coming to an end, you knew studios were going to be looking for that that level of fantasy series to put on to put on their network. And what better fantasy series to go with than Lord of the Rings? I mean, that's uh, it's it's always been an amazing and enduring story, and there's a reason it has been enduring. So, and the fact that Amazon is committed to multiple seasons of it means that they can actually build not only the world, but they can build stories instead of trying to have to condense everything. And it looks like this um, this series is going to take place in the time between in the time after the Hobbit. And before Fellowship of the Ring. So just that long period of time where, you know, the forces of Mordor are starting to to gather and, you know, there are either whispers and shadows and, and things of that nature. So that's going to be, um, that to me is going to be fun. Like, I, I can't wait to see that going forward. That's going to be, you know, I'm, I have an Amazon Prime account, 
that's going to be a reason why I keep it because I'm I'm going to be all into this show and I'm going to be talking about it probably a lot going forward. So uh, look out for that. Now, the next thing uh, in the news is uh, Marvel Comics has a new um, editor in chief and that would be C.B. Sabolsky. And that's in and of itself a fun name to say, just to just to say out loud. But C.B. Zabolski um, is a new editor-in-chief at Marvel Comics. He'll be replacing uh, Axel Alonzo. Um, there's not a whole lot of news as to why uh, Alonzo is leaving, but, you know, he's, he's out and Zabolski's in. And it looks like just the announcement has, has garnered a lot of positive response from uh from fans of marvel comics and um so we'll we'll see what happens it'll be interesting to see what he does in in the role what he what happens going forward with uh storylines um is he a fan of what they're doing now with legacy or is he gonna kind of transition uh legacy out and start his own uh arc that he's interested in like that's gonna be now, that's one of those wait-and-see moments where you want to wait and see what someone's going to do. And, frankly, I really want to see what he does uh, going forward with Marvel. I'm one of those people that kind of sticks that, that sticks, with, uh, sticks with Marvel. I'm a huge DC uh, fanatic, but I'm also a Marvel fan, and I, I've, I've stuck with it. I, I read Secret Empire, did not enjoy it, but I made it a point to because it was... You know, kind of what they wanted to. This is what the company wanted to say at the time. So we'll see what we'll see what Sabolsky brings to brings to the table once he takes on the role. I mean, I'm I'm opt, I'm cautiously optimistic, as I tend to be with most things. So we'll see what happens. Now, the next thing on the uh, on the uh, entertainment comic book slash agenda is. Um, Warner Brothers streaming service, which is going to be uh, DC Comics uh, centric, is committed to a 26 episode, half hour, adult animated Harley Quinn series. Just take a minute and let that sink in. That sounds interesting. I mean, there's a there's a possibility. There's all they are. There always is. There's a possibility of oversaturation with any character. And I kind of see how Harley Quinn is is on that bubble where she can easily go from beloved character to overused to her just being in everything. She can she could be the the it's almost like when um when Wolverine was on every team at a was on every team at Marvel or having um, like Mystique or Wolverine be in every X-Men film. It's you can oversaturate the character. And I'm hoping that a that that a more adult oriented adult humor oriented um, Harley Quinn series I hope it resonates with fans. I hope it, I hope it's well written. I would love to, even though I know he's not involved in the project. I would love to um, to have uh, Paul Dini, uh, who co-created the character. I would love to have uh, Paul Dini uh, write a couple of episodes 
I think those would be uh, those would be amazing. Kind of, you know, get back to the character with uh, less of a filter, and 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 see how he see how he works that out with the character in uh, in her current form. Because what it looks like is that uh, she's made like a transition away from from Joker, and she's trying to be the queen of the Gotham underworld. And um, the biggest thing is is that they're. Uh, is that they're trying to get uh, Margot Robbie, who played the character on Suicide Squad, trying to get her to uh, provide the voice for uh, for Harley for the animated series. And if they can get that, that's uh, that's a huge uh, coup for for Warner Brothers and DC Comics uh, to have her to have her voice that character. Now, speaking of comic book news, um, some comic books that are coming out this week, and we're going to talk about a couple from DC and. A couple from Marvel um, before we kind of uh, transition out of this episode, out of this ex- episode experiment, as it were. And uh, I go ahead and, and post it and take my lumps, uh, as it were, from from the internets. But um, one of the first things I want to talk about is a new issue of Detective Comics coming out tomorrow, coming out the 22nd, that I recommend you pick up. It is um, it is right after it's a storyline right after a lonely place of living. So Tim Drake is back, uh, Red Robin is back in the fold, and it's all, and it's both him dealing with being back in the world and trying to make a future for himself as Tim Drake, but also having to deal with also kind of Gotham's. Uh, Gotham dealing with the fact that that it's not just Batman anymore. Like Batman has a has an active strike team, uh, you know, kind of patrolling the streets. And it's even though it's it's been a huge reduction in crime, it's also something that kind of scares the the mayor of the city, which is actually pretty reasonable. You've got like a, a team of vigilantes, uh, com, you know, coordinating efforts uh, all over the. The city, you, you kind of want to know what, you know, if you have a lone vigilante, that's one thing. But you have a, an army of vigilantes, you want to know what they want. So it's 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 an interesting read, and I, I definitely uh, want to see where this story is going. Now, the next one from DC is Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock number one is already out, and I definitely recommend you reading it. It's a it's a great continuation of Watchmen. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you could you never thought there could be a continuation of Watchmen, but they did this one really well. Uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, they did a really great job of a plausible continuation. And the fact that this continuation touches on the events that are happening in the DC universe, the, the changes in time and the fact that they're that even Superman is involved uh, in this, in this story is, is it's, it's just fun. It's a fun mystery read in the beginning, but I really want to get to the, I want to read the next issue and see how it builds and progresses to that, to a meet, to a meeting between Superman and Dr. Manhattan, because that's what I want to see. So that's, so doomsday clock. Number one, uh, it, it is out. I definitely pick it. Recommend picking it up. Now for Marvel, um, Invincible Iron Man 
The new uh, issue of Invincible Iron Man comes out tomorrow. It's the continuation of the search for Tony Stark. Uh, Tony's missing and everyone is jockeying to find out uh, who's going to be the next Iron Man. You've got Riri Williams and you got um, you got uh, Doom. All these people kind of uh, jockeying for position and everyone on the hunt for Tony Stark. So that's that's a fun one that that I'm going to pick up and talk about. And you will definitely uh, be able to read my review of uh, tomorrow. And next one is going to be uh, Black Panther. This is Rise of it's like the Rise of uh, Claw. And what's interesting about this story is is that uh, Ulysses Claw has been uh, transitioned from away from just being a cookie cutter villain to having a unique backstory that put that when that puts him in conflict with with T'Challa with Black Panther, but does so in a way that um, where it, it builds some really great character moments for both of them. Like, I really want to see how this plays out, how it progresses, because it's it's a really fun. Uh, I keep saying it's fun, but it is a really uh, it's a really fun read. It's one of those things where it's, it's some really high stakes, but it's given some really interesting information. And that's it. I mean, there's a lot of news that happen, but frankly, like the reason why I kind of wanted to do this this way is that it just to say, just kind of highlight some of the things that, that caught my interest uh, this week, but you can actually find all of, uh, all of these news items I talked about. I go into more uh, in-depth detail. You can find them on my website, uh, superpoweredfancast.com. Uh, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at superpoweredfan. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, anything that you want to ask me about, anything you want me to showcase on another episode, um, you can definitely email me, uh, superpoweredfancast at gmail.com. So until, um, I'm going to well, not until, but yeah, I'm going to try and do these every week. I'm going to get back into the rhythm of doing it and the fact that after this test, we're going to try it again, and then we're going to try it again, and we're going to try it again. And once we get into a really good rhythm, it's going to be a weekly thing where I just kind of boom, just kind of bam, just kind of do it and get it done. And I welcome your feedback. Like, let me know what you think. What do you think I can improve? What do you think you like to add? If you are a musician and do uh, theme songs, I'd love to. I'd love to have one. Um, until then, this is uh, Darren from Superpower Fancast signing off. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks, assemble!